Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I am joined by... Hillary. Raquel. I'm sorry, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Raquel Welch is in the building. (laughs) And today our special guests are fellow podcasters. They have their own podcast. It's called the Falling in Love Montage Podcast. It started like the same week as our podcast did three years ago. Uh, Valerie and Helen from the Falling in Love Montage Podcast. Hi, I'm Helen. Oh, yes. You go. Sorry. You oh, go ahead. I ruined everything. No, I did. I talked no, over it was everyone. Me. I'm Helen. I'm the one who ruins everything. <laughs> I'm Valerie. I'm the one who copies everyone. I ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to cut that out. That, that silence. Was a long <laughs> silence. <laughs> <laughs> we all took a sip of our drink simultaneously. I think you should copy the silence and just paste it throughout. <laughs> paste it out anytime there's a really intense like a moment. Slurp noise. Oh, my God. Uh, so today, uh, we are going to be talking about the recent Amy Schumer film, I Feel Pretty, which just came out <clears> this <throat> month. Well, this month as of the recording. It's April. This will be coming out in May. So mm-hmm. it'll have been out for a month. If it's well, still in the week. if it's still in the theaters mm-hmm. by then, yeah. maybe. Please. I think it dropped on my birthday. Is that right? Does was it know? your Was it What's your birthday? birthday? My birthday is four twenty. Oh really? my god! Ooh, that's amazing. You are born under a lucky sign. Oh yeah, bartenders love me because they get to go I nice bet. birthday and that's it. End of end of conversation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know they work hard. It's exhausting <laughs> talking to all those strangers. Um, okay, so uh, we're very excited to have you guys on the show. Um, Helen and Valerie's podcast—they watch a lot of rom is rom coms, chick flicks. What's the? I we discussed this before the show. The proper proper nomenclature for. Um, uh, we like chick flick because it's a little flick. bit broader. Okay. We talk a lot of, about a lot of rom coms. Yes, but we also talk about you know like period dramas and tearjerkers. That's true. And what have you? Okay. All right. Cool. So um, they also watch films and talk about them. So it's a good match. And I think with this particular film, it's a good, uh, good, good thing to talk about. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, we yes. were lucky enough to have Nicole on our show for episode, I don't remember the number, 31 <laughs> or something, I'm going to guess. Uh, it was the sweetest thing, and that it was, was wonderful, fun. and hopefully yeah. we'll have Sarah and Hillary on as well. Maybe oh my god, it was We're putting fun. them on the spot, this is now <laughs> yeah. documented, do you we'll accept? do it. Uh, I know they're really busy, so we'll, we'll so like... fun. No, yeah. it was fun, it was really fun, I enjoyed watching that movie. And we had a good time. And I think Valerie made muffins. Didn't you make muffins? Oh, I did. They yeah, were so good. They're homemade muffins. If I don't nice. get muffins, I'll know you don't love me as much as her. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, you can eat my muffin. Yes. <laughs> Thank that's God. what I'm talking about. It's you since you walked in the door. Um, so before we dive into talking about this movie, um, which I'm really excited to talk about. Oh, yes. Um, let's talk a little bit about any preconceived notion, anything you went into this movie with. There was a slight controversy going on mm-hmm. at the time. Um, yeah. Hillary, would you like to start us off here? I fought watching this movie so hard. I did not want to do it, and I was offering literally anything else. It's true. She did not want to. Well, we were supposed to watch Overboard. I know. Yeah, we were going to do Overboard. the studio moved the release date, so we couldn't do it this month, yeah. and so we had to, d- what are we going to do instead? And I was like, what about I Feel Pretty? And and I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that movie. People hate Amy Schumer. I don't want to get into the middle of that discussion. And everything I had heard about it was that it was just like terrible about body image. And she was like, it was like shallow hell reboot with ladies and all right. this. I heard all this horrible stuff. And I was like, I just don't even want to talk about that. I don't want to go see the movie that I'm going to hate. And, and you like Amy Schumer, the comedian. I love Amy Schumer. I think yeah. she's super funny. And uh, I will say that my mind was 
changed after watching the movie. Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Mm, looking forward to talking talk more about that. Sarah. <laughs> so I only had heard about, about this movie because Nicole sent me two links to see. Uh, there were two two choices you gave me, Blockers and I Feel Pretty. And I watched both of the pre previews. So that's like the first thing that I knew about this movie was the pre preview. And I love the pre preview. So mm-hmm. I was like, we have to watch this one. So John Cena butt chugging a beer just wasn't not not your bag. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that Blockers was directed by a woman as one of the it's very true. few R rated. That is true. Directed and it was surprisingly yeah. very sex positive. And okay, really nice. I've heard I've that. Heard that yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm still curious to see the that trailer. Is yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. run to the theater. Watch it, but it's definitely watchable. It's really fun. Okay, well, well maybe we'll check that out later in the year. Um, I think that uh, I was curious as to whether the marketing of the film was mm-hmm. in not in not really in keeping with what the film is really about. Yeah, it looks it looks ostensibly like very lowbrow and yeah, lots does. of blue humor, which there's a sum of that, but it's yeah. also surprisingly touching and the performances are really great. Oh, well, Especially there you the go. Children, yeah. Who knew a film directed by a woman being marketed <laughs> poorly huh. um, mm-hmm. so that the audience that it's meant for right, doesn't want to go see it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Who knew? Thanks. Thanks, marketers. So uh, Sarah uh, saw the preview and that's she went in with that, basically. And, yeah. Yeah. All right, um, Helen and Valerie, you guys had a very lively discussion about this film going on on your on your podcast page. Yes, which was one of the reasons I was like really gunning for us to do this movie because I was like, there, it's already being talked about. So I oh, wanted yes. to hear what you guys thought. Anyway, anytime anything comes out that could be remotely construed as a chick flick, people generally were like, Valerie and Helen, you should talk about this, whether or not you want to <laughs> see it. Do it. Poke, 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 poke. poke. Um, so people were talking about I feel pretty on our in our group. And uh, people were preemptively upset about it. And other people were looking at reviews and thinking, well, I don't think it's going to be that bad. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what to think because I had seen the trailer. Yeah. And I have seen other Amy Schumer movies Mm -hmm. and in general really kind of liked them. Yeah. Um, And did you see the one with her and Goldie Hawn? Oh, yes. That one looked so bad. I liked it it so much more than I thought it was going to. I liked it so much more than Trainwreck. Oh. I, no, I don't like Trainwreck more, but I really, I enjoyed Snatch. It's very funny. I also love Goldie Hawn, so I, I was, absolutely, yeah. and she's stunning. Okay, well, maybe that's one to put on. Our mother has opinions about the length of her bangs, yeah, but true. I okay. won't get into well, that's, it. Well, that's a controversy that maybe is for <laughs> right. it's, whole, its own episode. <laughs> I knew I would eventually see I Feel Pretty, mm-hmm. whether or not I was called upon to podcast about it. Um, <laughs> and I knew I'd probably like it more than I thought I would and yeah. I don't want to yeah. spoil anything but I did kind of like it more than I thought I would yeah okay <laughs> all right then well that's good yeah Valerie yeah again my uh, introduction to it I was immediately before I even saw the trailer I was immediately put off a little bit by the title okay because it seems a little mocking yeah it does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know but then like Cougar Town is also a pretty mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. yeah Lawrence show and it's a really stupid name yeah <laughs> thanks network you know but um mm-hmm. So getting past that and watching the trailer, it did look like, yeah, there there could be some problems here with yeah. this. And now I'm curious. And then I felt guilty. I was like, well, I don't want to watch this just out of curiosity to see whether it, it like achieves good things or fails mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, isn't that why we watch movies? Like, yeah. To judge women unfairly, right. exactly. to scrutinize their choices. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, but then I thought how wonderful the dialogue we're having right now is that the negative remarks about this movie isn't that you know, Amy Schumer 
a regular beautiful woman is starring in a movie yeah. it's that is this body shaming mm-hmm. like that that was mm-hmm. the debate mm-hmm. made me feel so happy that audiences yeah. were more in tune to these things and more aware of them and critical of it mm-hmm. so yeah i was just able to like resolve all of those feelings and, and go into it uh like optimistic okay well that's that's really interesting um yeah, yeah i you know, I saw the trailer pretty quickly after it came out. It just kind of flopped through my Facebook feed. It flopped Flops. through. It wow. flopped That's through. a really great description. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I meant to say flipped, flew. I don't know where I was We're going, going with that. Flopped. We're going flopped. flopped. Um, and as soon as I saw I didn't think too much of it. Like, I watched it, and I was like, okay, this is her usual shtick. Like, I feel like her character that she plays a lot, and she's because wa- I've watched her, I watched her sketch show, and the character that she plays is often... I'm a woman who, for that, because I don't look like a supermodel, other people consider to be schlubby, right. and that's her. That's the joke in many of her shows, yeah. Yeah. and that is something I can relate to as a regular human person mm-hmm. who's never looked like I've never been a dazzling looker. You might say, like that's just not. I'm just saying, like I, that's not how I've. I haven't gotten coasted by on my looks. I've seen you take some pretty sexy selfies, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> but like I did, I was. I look not, around. I just see a bunch of Giselles. I'm I mean. not. I, I'm not a. I'm not a beauty. I'm like I'm being realistic. Like I'm not a beauty queen. Yeah. I'm a person that if I if you hang around me long enough, you might like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh we're God. podcasters is what you're saying. We're, we're really I have great a on radio the face. I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, we work in I'm, audio media. Look, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying like I'm ugly or something or whatever that means. I'm just saying like I am not, um, I'm not a pageant queen if you, if you want to, if you might say. So I relate to that a, a woman, regular woman, especially someone who works in the enter- entertainment industry trying to just like love themselves and love the way they look and feeling when somebody feeling that you're confident about yourself and then you're confused when people are like like casting you in that role of unattractive so that's like her shtick so when i saw the trailer i was like oh of course this is the character she plays a lot and i assumed that it was about a person discovering that your beauty comes from how you feel about yourself. That's how I interpreted the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there was this like firestorm of controversy all over my Facebook with people arguing about this trailer about how like it's again Shiloh Hal, which we're referencing this movie, yeah. but it's a movie with Gwyneth, where, with Gwyneth Paltrow and Jack Black where Jack Black. I don't remember what happens he, like, to him. Is hits it hits his head or gets okay. hypnotized? You only see inner beauty. Okay, and so, so he sees yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow, Who's who is in, wearing a fat suit. Yes, as herself, as thin, right, as Gwyneth regular, Paltrow. as a thin person, and then falls in love with her. So, uh, understandably problematic that movie. Yeah, very much so. And so a lot of people are comparing it to that and saying, like, how dare Amy Schumer pretend that she's overweight and that you know she's not conventionally attractive and um there's arguments to me made about that how like a blonde white woman is kind of a conventionally attractive Mm -hmm. person but also her body like she's had a lot of people in the media give her shit about her body type and like how like how she's wearing a bikini on the beach how dare she like it doesn't i remember that from a couple years ago that was a big thing um with her and so I was very surprised. I, I didn't see that, but a lot of other people did. And so I was like, I really want to see this movie. Are they right? Am I right? Is nobody right? Like, I don't know. I was curious. So um, that was our experience going into the film. So let's get into talking about I Feel Pretty. 
The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right. Let's get into it. All right. I feel pretty. Starring Amy Schumer. Not written by Amy Schumer. Uh, it was written by a husband and wife written team. Written and directed oh, no, no, by. No. Oh, they're not husband Mark and wife? Mark Silverstein and no, uh, Abby Cohn are not. Mark Silverstein is Busy Phillips' oh, husband. I'm sorry. They are oh. a team, though, because yeah, they do work they, on other films writing, together. You're right. They've I written misspoke. everything together. Yeah, I, everything. I, I yeah. looked at both of their yeah. IMDb pages. They're, they're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never been kissed. Yep. Um, he's just not that into he's you. He's just not that into you. Awesome. Oh. A lot of romantic mm-hmm. comedies. Yeah. Um, some TV too, a little bit yeah, of TV. TV. Yeah. yeah. So um, before we before we went on into our little musical interlude, made by Braxton. Thank you, Braxton, for the Thanks, theme music. Thank you. Um, we were sort of starting to talk about the controversy surrounding the film, and I think and Hillary had and Sarah, you guys had something you wanted to jump on. So Hillary, you had something you wanted to get off right off the bat about that. Well, it was sort of what you were saying um, about Amy Schumer and like the criticism that she gets for her body. Cause I think it's sort of one of those like double, like she gets it on both sides, which I think is kind of unfair. Like Mm -hmm. when the photo that Annie Leibovitz took of her came out and she talks about it in her standup about how the last thing you want to be described of when somebody takes a photo of you naked is brave. And she was like, mm-hmm. and when I put that photo out, everyone was like, look at how brave she is putting that her body out there. How disgusting. Her disgusting body. Exactly. Good for no you. one said that to Heather Locklear or anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that sucks. But then when this movie comes out, everybody's like, but she looks so normal and she's so thin. And I'm like, but yeah. you can't have it yeah. both ways. Yeah. Pick one. Is she exactly. fat or is she thin? Exactly. Do we like her or do we not? It's mm-hmm. And it bothers me. Yeah. I 100% agree. It's sort of how I think a lot of women feel is that, like, I'm never going to be good enough no matter how I am. You know, like, am I okay the way I look now because I'm skinny or am I too fat? Like, can you just tell me so I can fix it? And, And, like, nobody's ever happy about it. I think that's a really good point. I think her being cast in this role, like, for me, when I watched it, I was like, yeah, she's not fat. But then I was like, no, but, but wait, like, someone who looks like her and even looks even even be- better than her still has these fe- 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 feelings and mm-hmm. still thinks they're fat and th- that's what this movie is about is that right, she right. thinks she's unattractive not that she is unattractive or attractive and that, that was going to be my first she, yeah. thing that i wanted to dive in as like the topic for the cool. first thing is like is this movie even about her quote being fat is no, that what this no, movie no. is about i think it's about her being unremarkable physically and invisible in the way a lot of us feel invisible yeah that is a great way of putting it description and they do a great job right off the bat of establishing her her own self-esteem issues that moment where she's in in the crowd of people waiting to place her order at the bar Mm -hmm. i felt just so incredibly in tune with her yeah yeah i've had that moment too where i'm like i just raising your hand just like Mm -hmm. i could i Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him in a second, but as a bartender, <laughs> no one no one who is five deep gets a drink first. I yeah. <laughs> don't care who you are. Yeah, and you I have think to be in the front to get a drink. Those yeah. people were just chatting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I uh, when I was in Chicago, I was living in Chicago for a couple of years, and I used to, I when I was wor- living down here, I worked at bars. I worked at shitty bars. I was a waitress at a bar. I had the hardest time getting a, a job 
just working at a bar when mm-hmm. I was in Chicago. And at first I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I've been waiting tables for like six years. Like I work in places like this. And then I realized I was like, I don't look like the other girls at this bar. That's why they won't hire me. And it was all yeah. men, guys who like look you up and down before they look at your resume. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sucked. Yeah. It was really Did hard you to get your a job. water bra. <laughs> <laughs> you might have gotten a sour cream tit, but I should have worn the sour cream tits. That's you should have. Is that even? I don't even know just, if that's a reference anyone will we, get since we were talking about that off mic. Deep cut. Deep cut. You'll have to wait until the Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> to wait for the B sides. Um, yeah, I think that to say that this movie is just about weight is incorrect because it's. I feel like it's more about her perception. Well, it isn't just. That's the thing is, it's not just about her perception it's of not herself. Just about her it's perception the because they the treat her a certain. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the way she goes into a store and she wants, she's just looking at jeans. She's not even trying anything on. uh, Yes. And the woman is like, (laughs) oh, we don't carry your size in store. You'll have to order it online. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Did I ask for your help? (laughs) That is definitely a flaw of the film that it's not very consistent in its message. I think its message intentionally is good, but it does this back and forth where Mm -hmm. it's like, you should, you should have confidence you should feel good about yourself um which is the the nugget but then the when she does have confidence in herself Mm -hmm. the look she gets from people like oh she thinks she all that like Mm -hmm. yeah the surprise the look of shock it's like well why people should be like if this message were consistent people would be like oh well damn yeah of course well i don't think that was the message that if you have confidence you will be greeted with love like i i don't think that was the message. yeah Yeah. no it was not i don't think well but uh, to that point, though, I do think that Michelle Williams' character mm-hmm. begins that way and then sort of sees her in a different light because of the confidence that she has. So yes. I do think that at least one character does see the confidence that she exudes. Yeah. And Grant, and And the boyfriend. But, and then they, they realize her worth from that because they've taken the time to get to know her because she's confident mm, yeah. about her abilities as well as her, like, beauty. Yeah, um, yeah I would say... While I agree that it can't be considered a little inconsistent, I feel like that's the real battle, though, is that even if I love myself and think that I look amazing, I'm still going to encounter people like those bar managers who aren't going to hire me because of the way I look. And that's the truth. Like, other, you are going to walk into a store and the shop lady is going to look at you and go, "Mm, we don't have your size or whatever. But yeah, so I, I think and, that it's important for her yeah. to be that to be part of the experience because for her to suddenly be confident and for everyone to just be like, this woman is gorgeous. It's not realistic. Yeah. It's yeah. just not. But I, yeah, and I, I think there's something to be said too for like her ability in the in the like after the change happens and she sees herself as beautiful. I think that there's something to be said for her like ability to let it roll off her back too. Yes, because of the way she feels about mm-hmm. herself and like. Yeah. I, I know I've had experiences where I don't feel like that, but like like you said, like if you're feeling good and then somebody just brings you down immediately. Like I had an experience one night like walking uh, home from a bar. We were super drunk. This drunk dude walks past a group of me and all my female friends and goes, would do, would do, would do, gross, would do, would do. <gasps> the exact same thing happened to me yep. in Athens. Yep. And I Are was like. Are you serious? Yeah. And I was like, I was feeling good about myself. I was wearing like my free people slip, like with the lace on the side. I was like looking cute and Edgewood. And then 
just immediately for the yeah. rest of the night. Um, yep. I had the worst night. I won't remember anything because else from that night. Because he ruined it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I won't remember anything else from that night. The ex- like li- literally almost the exact yeah. same thing happened to me in Athens. Like all my friends walked by and he was like, "Hey, you're cute. You're cute. You're ooh, yep. no, you're right. not yeah. like." It ruined the rest and, of my night. So you can fucked always up. count on. Sorry, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, please. You can always count on men to give their unsolicited opinion about your parents. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God for you, gents. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I you. Wouldn't know myself we wanted worth to know. You. We were just waiting for someone to tell us. I was walking my dog, but really, what I wanted was your validation and yeah. your phone number. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, while we were dancing around this, uh, it's in the trailer, so it's not hard to find out. But basically, just. Uh, give a short description of what happens she is got low self-esteem she goes to this soul cycle place which i've never been to a soul cycle oh but God, apparently it's a thing <laughs> they're the worst well, should we talk about soul cycle probably. what the fuck is a soul cycle <laughs> it, it looks look like, like just a place it's, where you ride on a stationary I, bike and someone yells af- like like yoga mantras at always. you okay um like the one i went to was not a soul cycle it was one it was like one of the knockoff ones but um, it it is set up like that where the bikes are literally like inches from each other. So you're in a room with a whole bunch of other sweaty people, like uh, like you're your own horse in the room, and it smells like a barn. It is gross, and they are so hard to get on and off because you do have to clip your shoes in, like she does. Chris wears and those when he commutes on his bike. Yeah, I feel like I would fucking kill myself. They're a little to get different. They're yeah. a little different than the ones on bikes. They're a little bit harder to get out of, in my opinion. I feel but like I'd feel I feel trapped. My, I tipped my bike over when I was no! at one. Oh, no. Oh, God. It I was the most embarrassing thing. Because I was like, I was late to the class. I ended up having to have a bike in the front. And afterwards, they did this, like, stretching exercise. And they were like, use your bike to steady yourself. So I'm trying to use my bike to steady myself. But I don't work out. My legs are super weak. And they're like, now squat down uh. and stretch. And I'm, I go to squat down. That bike just came right over. And I was like, I'm going to go. I think this is just this best is for all of us that I leave. I'm going to go home and shower. <laughs> So they should like harness energy from these bicycles or something yeah, useful. Yeah, right. They should. Be on them like I know. Should, yeah, Especially since they, pro- they do track it because they project <laughs> your score up front so they can Are be you like bike 34. This bitch yeah. in the front who just tipped her bike over only rode like this much compared oh, to no this i don't much. want everybody no. to know my scores i don't, so don't want to play laser tag for that reason. i know right <laughs> my workout should not be competitive no no, no no but it's super competitive and like the one that i went to the woman but just you're not screamed even going you anywhere oh like you're writing in place i i, I took i used to take a class like that but it was at the ymca and it was like really cool like everyone was really like cool and relaxed and like yeah the bikes were really close together but i w- that this was when i was really like exercising for like an hour at, at, at every day and i was yeah. like i'm burning 700 cat calories in this hour like you know like because I, I went hard right. i don't want to be that close to other people that are sweating <laughs> I know, my, no. my best you friend know? loves that stuff because she gets her her, her t- she's really busy so she gets like her time's worth or whatever mm-hmm. and she goes like code orange or something she, she does like oh yeah really one of those, yeah. i'm like she needs competition to work out and like a trainer and someone code to push orange. her I'm, like, I that need sounds dangerous and kesha yeah, like, and, and like kesha. <laughs> So do they they shout at you though like that? I mean, she seemed like she was shouting encouragement. I feel like I've seen this in another I mean, film. It was like Nick Kroll. Was it a sketch it's, show? Um, it's a uh, you're thinking of Kimmy Schmidt. It's Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. That's right. I saw it on Kimmy Schmidt, and yeah. she was. It was the same cycling setup. Yeah, only it was like, Nick Kroll, 
And at the end, it's he was actually not even riding. He was just sitting on the toilet taking yeah. a shit the whole time. Yeah. The woman who did my class didn't ride the bike. She just strutted in front of us, screaming yeah. that we needed to try harder. I think oh, Odd Mom Out on Bravo also has like some some soul cycle comedy. Okay, so this is the, a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's a yeah. classic okay. trope. Soul cycle comedy. Soul cycle. We should have <laughs> tropes. Oh yeah, should. There, there's a YouTube cha- cha- well, but channel. There is like workout. I think scenes mm-hmm. in a lot of these yeah. kind of movies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those. Um, it would have been like jazzercise or something if this was an 80s yeah. movie. I, I know a lot of chick flicks, at least, you'll have yoga classes and stuff because mm-hmm. that gives you an opportunity to put your female characters together in an environment where they can talk to each other in a way that feels natural and they could both be facing the camera at the same time. I have never <laughs> wanted to speak they, to another person they while they exercising. <laughs> exactly. Never in my life. Like, never have I been like, <gasps> how was your weekend? How's the time with your husband? <gasps> I think like, you should write a sketch where... Would like, I just like that? Red face, like, like everyone is tomato, <laughs> soaking wet. Like yeah, I used never. to do. I used to <laughs> row with not actually row, but do those row, row, rowing machines with, with one of my friends. Ooh, at, I don't like those. At UGA, we were just like. <gasps> I love those. That's cool. That's cool. <gasps> Look, I don't like equipment that makes me feel like I'm going nowhere. Like if yeah. I'm lifting weights, I'm like I feel like I'm training for something. Like I feel like I'm training for an important battle that might ensue in my <laughs> life but if i'm like on a cycle or i'm rowing it's like where am i going this is now i'm just a hamster in a wheel i just don't exercise at all it's <laughs> um, a good solution because going i feel like i'm gonna hurt myself right. well I apparently think- that bike was very dangerous I, every time i've tried i hurt myself and, and my sister's like you just need to get over it and keep exercising no. it'll feel not better if it's later gonna hurt you you I don't know. that's not the point of it Knowing that makes me feel better about what happens in the movie, though, because the yeah. second time she yeah. fell off yeah. the bike, I was like, come on, really? Oh, I would have no. fallen so off the I bike feel better. every I, time. It's not hard to do, to be <laughs> honest. It's really not. So she soul cycles and then falls off the bike, and, and the head injury is what causes Oof. her to suddenly look what at herself differently. That, that was, was but disgusting. She, she falls off in the movie twice. So the first time she falls off, she does not hit she her. She splits her pants. Hard. She yeah. splits her pants. Oh man, that was yeah. relatable oh, yeah, as fuck shot. to me. Yeah. Like I have done that to many mm-hmm. pairs of pants. Can I tell a, a short oh, anecdote? Please do. Okay, so I used to work for my college's admissions office, and so that meant I sat on all the panels for the prospective students. So there was one day that it was like prospective student day. I had to sit on like six or seven panels, and so they're really informal. So I'm really just sitting in a chair in front of everyone, and we're talking, and about like. Maybe on my third or fourth panel of the day, I realized that I have a giant hole in the crotch of my pants. And my pants are gray and my underwear is bright pink. So I have just a vagina-shaped hole in the center of my pants with pink underwear sticking out. And I like went up to my supervisor and I was like, I have to go back to my dorm. And they were like, no, like we really need you on this. Day. And I was like, I don't would have a, a sweater. Shit. I was like, no, a sweater would not have fixed it. It was oh, like no. front of my jeans. No. So when I'm sitting there, like three panels had just gotten a look at it. So anyway, oh, so everyone's already seen it. Oh yeah, so oh, I had more okay. panels to sit on that day, and I was like, I have to go change my pants. So I go change my pants. Whatever day goes on, fine. The next year, I'm sitting there talking to some freshmen, and one of them's just having a really bad day. I'm still supposed to be like mentoring them for a class, so I'm sitting there and I'm talking to this freshman. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, let me tell you like an embarrassing thing that happened to me, and like make you feel better. And I told them that story, and they go, Oh my god, your underwear girl. No. Hey Carol, she's underwear girl. I'm oh, no. like everyone fucking no. saw me and like then from then on every freshman knew like I was that bitch who was sitting there with her wow. underwear out so you were oh my God. underwear girl but you were anonymously underwear girl mm-hmm. and then you were underwear girl yes. so now you oh, own it at least mm-hmm. I was a senior in college with a bunch of 18 year olds coming up to me like underwear girl and I was like but what if so you were like a I'm 21 years yeah, old I was gonna say like what if they were you were like their hero they were like mm. I was having a hard day 
But if underwear girl can get through this day. I don't think I was anyone's so hero. I. Oh, I'm going to go home tonight. Just like posters of, <laughs> just posters of your crotch <laughs> on like, dorm room I'm walls. Just like, I am with, like, I'm, yeah, like Farrah Fawcett. Af- affirmation <laughs> quotes There's next to them. There's probably someone out there with a photo of it. Or like, I'm sure that got Snapchatted. You know, like oh, they were no. all like. Snapchat exist back then? Yeah, it had just started. So it was like. Maybe like well, at least it was only up for a couple olds, hours. Like, yeah. it gone. <laughs> oh if it makes you feel any better, I have split my pants to Britney Spears's toxic two different times. Oh, okay. <laughs> different That's times. respectable. Different nice. times. And you're not allowed to listen to it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no. I was da- <laughs> only in skirts. Arguably, I was dancing. Yeah. So it wasn't just <laughs> standing in place compulsively. It was like, oh, the song makes the stitches yeah. just come right, right open. Yeah, they used, to, they used to be my ringtone, but I had to change it because I couldn't hear it and not dance. I'd be like yeah, in the bank, right. and I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> All your calls get a voicemail. You're like, damn it, I missed another one. <laughs> All right. So, uh, does anybody have a burning topic they want to jump into? About I've got like a t- list of like ten fucking things yeah. here. Anybody, any topic. Anybody else? Let's just crinkle that paper. A crinkle in time. Crinkle. A crinkle in time. Can you hear my eye twitching on this podcast? Because, like, I feel it's very loud. I'm going to have to cut it out. Is it drama from the underwear story? No, it's been twitching all day. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so my topic is about myself. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, I was about to pull one about myself. <laughs> really? It's like we've mind melted. Okay. So I, um, to those of you who don't know, I used to be thin, like for the first 23 year, year, years of my life, I was very thin and actually had an eating disorder for 10 years from 13 to 20, 20, 20, 20, 23. And I was very like obsessive and counted calories and exercised the excess calories off. Um, and, um, when I was tw- went 23, I was diagnosed with PCOS, which one of the uh, uh, symptoms is weight gain and like uncontrollable weight gain. And so all of a sudden, over the course of like three years, I gained 130 pounds. And I, for the first few months, I, um, actually the first like year, I exercised for like, an hour and a half every day. I ran so much that I broke my a- ankle. I got a stress, stress fracture. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, I stopped eating dairy, stopped eating sugar. I was still gained and gained and gained. And then finally I was like, you know what? Why do I care so much? Yeah. And during that period, that transition, I came to love how I looked mm-hmm. and lo- lo- love myself and got pat past all that i mean i'm not saying it was easy it took a long time but yeah um the moment in this film when amy schumer sees herself in the mirror for the first time since she hit her head i almost cried because yeah. i was I like did cry you yeah. did cry yeah. I, I almost cried because i was like i had that like yeah um when i fa- fa- finally like learned to love who i am mm-hmm. it was like that oh my god like looking at myself in the mirror and being like, why didn't I have this for so long? But I was, I was so thin and I looked so good and I thought that I looked ter- yeah. ter- terrible. And so that was a very emotional part of the film for me. Yes. Yeah, I have that. That's actually on my list here. I related to this movie big time. Like it yeah. really, like nothing about it felt condescending to me mm-hmm. or 
like it was manipulating me. Like I felt right. like I really related to this. Like I'm not, I don't, I think I project more confidence than I actually have confidence. Like I'm not a person who's going to stand five people deep at the bar and wait my turn. Like I'm going to push my way up to the front, but that doesn't mean I actually love myself inside. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can, thirsty. I can project, <laughs> I can project confidence um, as a dispense mechanism. But like I, you know, I've had three children I've never really like there. I think there was like a very brief window of time where I actually liked my body. Uh, it was very short. Um, but prior to that, like I in high school, I, you know, I, I, I was very restrictive about what I ate. I went through various like, you know, starvation diets. I took diet pills when I was in my 20s. I really tortured myself to stay at a certain weight and then um, as I got a little older, I just kind of not didn't really spend as much time on that. But also I've had three children and my body looks very different. And even still, even though I'm not obsessing over that anymore, it's very hard to uh, look at my body and be like, I love this because it's like there's like a lot of floppy. There's a lot of floppy places now. I'm like a balloon that like you blew it up a little bit. And then when you like deflated the balloon, it just never quite went back to the same shape, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And so I really like I get this like I would I want I, I strive to be the person that looks in the mirror and goes like, I love how I look. Yeah. It's hard for me. It's a thing I've been struggling with my whole my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I went through a long time where I just didn't like myself and I had the same. I mean, most teenage girls like were strict yeah. with what they ate and did all that. And yeah. Um, and then, like, I I mean, I just, I really hated the way I looked until, honestly, college when I met my roommate who looked just like me and we were both bigger. Like, she was taller than I was and had bigger thighs and, like, a bigger stomach. But she was just, like, healthy and happy and she loved yeah. the way she looked. And she had so much confidence about it that, like, that daily affirmation of, like, waking up and her being like, damn, you look so good today and, like, you look awesome Aww. and, like just it it changed so much about how I perceived myself because like I I lived in the same room as a person who every day woke up and was just like oh my god we look like twins and I was like no but you're so beautiful <laughs> like, that yes. kind of stuff you know like so I once I got into college and like I, that was one of the thinnest I'd ever been mm -hmm. and like I was still pretty self-conscious about myself but <clears throat> like I gained a lot of weight throughout college and like fluctuated and then after college lost weight very inexplicably and was the thinnest I'd ever been in my life and then gained like a hundred pounds or whatever and I just that feelings always stuck like since then just like I've always been pretty happy with how I looked except for when I was very thin because I honestly couldn't explain why I had gotten yeah, so thin I, and I really I didn't that. like that yeah when, when I, I met when I met you, you, you were, yeah. yeah that was when you yeah. were here you were like I don't like this I, it was just like I had never looked like that I and it was like a tapeworm I must have something happened to my body and like it was it was very odd but I was like super thin and I was like a size zero and I was stressed out um, not any more than I ever have right. been before. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. It was inexplicable. She was and doing I really, a lot of cocaine. I was saying, you really yeah. cocaine? Uh, <laughs> no, it was past my cocaine days. Um, but, cocaine flashbacks. It's cocaine yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, my body was just like, oh, you know that cocaine you did, like, three years ago to try and study? Now it's finally hitting you. Yeah, like, <laughs> on set Very delayed. Exactly. Very it was delayed. like, we were just hiding Delayed here, release cocaine. Giving exactly. you the good stuff. But, um, yeah, and I, I look back at pictures of myself from that time, and it's like, I just I don't even look like me and I don't like it but that's the only time that I was like really self-conscious about how I looked I'm trying to think of a movie that has tackled this topic before I'm sure maybe you guys can help me out um that was that because this seemed 
to be like I know it wasn't directed by a woman. It was written by a woman. She didn't direct it. I think it was he that directed it, right? Abby and Mark co-directed it. Oh, they co-directed it. Yeah. it okay. was their directorial it debut. It felt too. like. Oh. Well, wait. Didn't they direct Never Been Kissed? They, I they, they wrote did. it. Okay. Um, it felt like it was from a woman's perspective. There were mm-hmm. a couple of shots that seemed very male gazy in yeah. the gym that I think were unnecessarily male gazy yeah. because we're not that's not what her looking at them was about yeah mm-hmm. also it's like um, come on we all know what a what a pretty lady looks like we yeah it, but it's like if we're yeah. looking at it from her point of view she's not looking at them like right. that probably lust, yeah. yeah 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 so um but other than that i felt like it was from a woman's perspective so i'm trying to think of another movie that really tackled this topic of like how we feel about ourselves and how everybody else makes us feel about ourselves in this way uh, I actually pretty well tried in Bridget, right? Okay. Oh yeah, Bridget Jones's diary okay. does an excellent okay. job. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, no, you... no. But that's it. That's uh, all I well, wanted to say. Well, <laughs> I'm just talking. Forever. Well, now I have things to say about Bridget Jones's diary. Please so do. Way Please to go. do. Please. But um, I've also read the Bridget Jones's diary Me books, too. and and so much of that is every day she documents her mm-hmm. weight, how many alcohol units she's had, how many calories she's consumed, how many cigarettes she smoked. Exactly. I remember and that it, resonating with me. It, it 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 occupies her her thoughts constantly yeah. and I related to that so much. I think I I was still in my teens when I read the first Bridget Jones mm-hmm. diary. Um and yeah, that that carries into the the movies as well. Um one thing I also thought about um which isn't centered about this, but Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion yeah. is a lot about how those two characters are perceived by other people. That's true. There's the whole yeah. subplot with them trying to lose weight for the reunion, even though they they're, do have a great gym scene also. They're, they're, yeah. And they're even cycling where yeah. they're just like oh. humping the bike and Romeo's like, Michelle, what does this what remind, remind you of? <laughs> um, I know, she's like That's so That's a gross. great movie. It's a great and, movie. And they talk about their, their diets where she's only been eating like gummy bears, jelly beans, and candy corns. God, I wish I had your discipline. And they talk (laughs) a lot about the sorts of things you, the sorts of sacrifices we as women, as people have decided we have to make to achieve whatever bodies we feel like we have to have. Yeah. Obviously, Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow are pretty traditionally gorgeous. Yeah. Um, They're, they're they're hot. They got hot buds. But who knows yeah. how much time they have to spend into their week doing that? Right. Like yeah. I mean, if to look for most people to look like that, you have to. It has to be an entire. Well, it's it's your job, job. in Hollywood. Yeah, it's your like, job in Hollywood to continue looking like that, and that's why you have a publicist and a trainer and a mm-hmm. makeup artist yeah. and a hairstylist and, and somebody who follow a, you around. Meals, your meals planned right. for you. Yep. It's my job as a podcaster not to look like that. Exactly. And that's why I'm assuming all of this exactly. cheese. Exactly. That's why yeah. we're eating all this cheese right woman. now. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That has needs. And, I'm and I need cheese. Out too. <laughs> yeah. Is that how it happens? Yeah, I pooped a big one. <laughs> he's, he's so cute. He's a cute little shit then. Yeah, yeah he really is. He's an adorable little shit. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to add. Oh. Yeah, no, please go. Um, Yeah, the scene where she's saying in front of the mirror, and we have. Uh, a a juxtapo- juxtapo- juxtaposed scene. It's not really juxtaposed. What am I talking about? It comes later. So we I have a scene. I, I think I think I know. We have a scene that mirrors yeah. it yeah, yeah. when she when the spell breaks when the wish fulfillment thing is over. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's crying and she's so upset that she sees herself and it's just really devastating too. Yeah. I think I, I cried yeah. for both mm-hmm. mirror scenes and then I was yeah. sitting next to a couple and I was alone and I was like, don't let the couple see you cry because you're an old lady and you're alone at the theater <laughs> on a oh, Sunday yeah. morning um, last week. And um, <laughs> and. Uh, but I want to say, like, I think we all have issues loving our bodies, and I 
think that's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what we think we need to achieve to love our bodies, there's going to be something. Um, you know, especially yeah. age is like ongoing. Yeah, that's a whole new thing that I get down. to hate about myself. Right. Yeah. It's like a whole new world of hating myself <laughs> oh, yeah. that I've encountered. I found I my first my... gray hair. Oh, I oh, have so congrats. many gray hairs. See, hairs you can dye. I can't yeah. do anything about what's what's happening in this region. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I cut or this, or this region. The like yeah. the are they neck wrinkles? Are they rolls? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, say? does does water gather in them after your shower? Because then it's a moat. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I have one. So I like I know. that. I like the. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's the test. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say that I think that best advice I can give to any male or female who is struggling with uh, their self-esteem is just to masturbate more. Okay, I'll take that. Because yeah, that's a good that's helped me a lot. one of the that's easiest good. ways to love your body is to physically and literally love your body as often as you can well, without, be, without be, still being normal. And just like Haley Steinfeld sings. Yeah. It's a good, good song. <laughs> that, Let's clip song. it. <laughs> um, We're in charge of the podcast now. <laughs> yes, please. I'm going to hand it off to them to edit this week. Um yeah, no, I think that's good advice. I'm going to take that. And from now on, I'm going to a- ask for an extra 15 to 20 minutes every morning mm-hmm. and I think you tell Chris that I have to do this. It's for self-esteem. It's for self-esteem reasons. Just repeat your affirmations. I feel pretty. I feel pretty. <laughs> it's seven. Not, that's not seven, creepy at all. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hot Facts. Uh, this is the part of the show where Sarah uh, reads us some trivia from the film, um, but uh, I believe we didn't have any trivia. So what well, do we got? Trivia was what lame, do we got? and I already said it. So. Okay. Um. What, do you, what do we got? What so do we got? what I want to do is read some reviews that I found on the Wikipedia page and a few, um, not re- not reviews, it was just like yeah. set blurbs. Right, about, um, about the about, film. About the film that I think maybe you could throw in like well what do you think about that you know? hillary and i wanted to talk about the reviews mm-hmm. and we were worried that we were going to be retreading our lady bits topic from yeah. that but let's hear it because i did read i read the new york times review mm-hmm. i didn't um, read any reviews i just have seen the percentage and i see are we going to talk about the rotten tomatoes percentage mm, yeah is 30 that, is that now yeah three percent it's gone yeah. down since i saw 30, yesterday three, oh was it what did you see yesterday because i saw that I this I was like two days ago or a couple Thir- days ago yeah i feel like it's just a little bit more i think it's like 31 now or something like that it, i mean i was shocked mm-hmm. because i've seen trash can movies that were rated higher than that I and hot i hot tub hot tub time machine 2 has a higher rating it's than currently that. at 34 on okay. uh, that's bullshit on that's Rotten bullshit Tomatoes. this movie mm-hmm. is a solid it's got B a four out of ten we can't trust people look who's president yeah. i mean yeah it has a four and out of ten on imdb i will say that all of yeah. these little blurbs i'm about to read were written by men okay uh-huh. i did see some very not favorable i thought by the women, new york women, times article was yeah, written by a woman by a woman yeah yeah jezebel's tornish piece okay this is I guess I'm not allowed. Am I allowed to say? I mean, like, absolutely. Yes. It's so a what? He wrote it. Yeah. It. Fuck this, this is J.R. Kennard from Pop Mat- Mat- Matters. The only people who won't be bored by I Feel Pretty are those who made offense. It's a gross miscalculation that might mean well, but fails to balance the sharpness and delicacy necessary to tackle the emotional carnage wrought by self hatred. <laughs> that it forgets to make us laugh is the final insult. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, that, I don't agree with I just I don't, don't agree with I that. disagree. It's definitely not side achingly funny. 
No, it's no. not. But it's, it's not Bridesmaids, which I did hear someone. Movie. It yeah. is a rich more than just a comedy. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely got dramatic peaks and valleys, and it's good throughout for a lot of different reasons. And also, oh, this movie wasn't it. made to be to deal with the emotional car- yeah. car- carnage also, wrought it, by self hatred. It's not a it delicate movie. It feel like trying to carnage. Be. Like I didn't see carnage. This wasn't a carnage well, type of movie. Well, I think he's movie. saying like women have emotional carnage over their bodies, and, and they oh, should have dealt, dealt with it. The emotional carnage that I feel with it more mm-hmm. delicately. I'm so emotional. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. so emotional. I that deserve it's, more. It's, yeah, ladies I, are delicate flowers. We're so delicate, and are and we have carnage for our self hatred. Amy Schumer's body and Betty Page's body and Betty Page is hanging up right. in garages well maybe not right currently but like all across America 30 years ago well, Amy Schumer does have smaller 50 boobs years ago? yeah <laughs> who knows I've seen um, her boobs they're in snatched are they oh, I well, one I of them is snatched just she, one. She has nice she was boobs. Like, I want to show the she bigger nice one, boobs. please. Yeah. Great tapeworm scene. I'm sure she it. has great. Oh, great. I love tapeworm jokes. I'm, yeah. I'm into tapeworm jokes. <laughs> So All boobs what are next? good boobs, though. Let's be real. Is yeah, right? Peter Trapp. Tra- tra- oh, the uh, Rolling, Rolling Stone. Stone. Oh, thank God. Is it really <laughs> okay to get off making plus-size jokes just because you take a mor- moralizing ending that teaches a lesson about bop, 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 body positivity? Can you really have it both ways? What would be really fun is to read the Shallow Hal reviews and see how many yeah. people critics loved it. I, know. I, I actually think that movie was a flop, but uh, I mean, I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure that movie flopped. <laughs> okay, good. I, um, I don't so. like the idea of a man saying like, "We shouldn't make plus size jokes." Like, it's not. Also, they're not plus size. It jokes. didn't feel like it a plus size. Didn't joke feel like to me. plus size no. jokes. No. We it weren't seems making like fun they of her didn't body. understand what the movie was about. Yeah, it right. feels like to me. Yeah, also, maybe because you don't know what it feels like to. Exactly. I think a lot of Maybe people you don't purposefully missed the point. You know, they yeah. thought yeah, that exactly. the joke was her body, yeah. and yes. they went into it thinking her body is the joke, and exactly. that's not the joke. The and it joke wasn't shot that way. Right. No. And the it's joke like, is that she didn't feel confident in the beginning, and that she can feel confident now. And I think it pokes fun at a lot of that. But yeah. I, I think a lot of people just missed the point. I yeah. feel like they did, because it's not just about... It's not just about the body. It's your mm-hmm. your face and your hair and the way you do your makeup and the outfits you right. wear. It's the whole yeah. package. And where yeah. you work. Like, and she works in a basement. Exactly. It feels like a troll. Like, and the way yeah. other people treat you. The way other mm-hmm. people treat yeah. you. It's so important in this film. And yeah. Helen and I, I don't know how many times have we been sitting in front of a microphone talking about a film and we, we, we lead with, like, or we end up accounting, like, wow, it's like these men just don't understand what this movie is about yeah. at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're not trying to. They're not trying no. to understand women. They're, they never will. Like, but it's not and it's for like, them, I and s- that's okay. I saw yeah, a lot of like them. the men feeling... But they're reviewing it. Men feeling sympathy on our behalf, like preemptively, like, oh, God, don't don't listen to this movie. They're making fat jokes. Like, don't be... Like, you must be so yeah. offended. It's like... If we're not offended, why should you 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 be offended? Also, like my I'm sorry, my whole stand up bit is about how I feel about my body too. Like a, a yeah. large portion of it is, and like I've written a ton of jokes about how I feel about my body because like I'm not a real thin person, and like I think it's totally okay to do that. It's, you're allowed as a person Absolutely. with a body right. to talk about your body. Exactly. What these critics are doing is they're looking th- this movie on the whole and saying, "Oh, you have a really pretty face." Mm-hmm. Which is something that like any plus size woman has heard before. Yeah. And that's exactly what they're yeah. doing. They're 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 misunderstanding what's important about the entire whole. Yeah. And trying to I don't know. 
make allowances. Yeah, it seems like they don't get what the movie's about. I felt that way about the New York Times article, too, to be honest with you. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like... It did make... Again, the New York Times article did point out the lack of diversity, which I do think is a flaw in the movie. It was kind of, like, glaring, Definitely a big flaw, and I do think that it's fair to point out that being blonde and white is definitely Mm -hmm. a beauty ideal when Mm -hmm. you look at overall, like people who have been made to feel like they are not beautiful like I think that's a big you know I think that the lack of diversity is a huge fault I agree that's a fair criticism but I'm not hearing that from these reviews nope so this is from Cosmopolitan I don't know who wrote it they just just Cosmo okay it's insulting to anyone and everyone from Amy herself all the way to women that are larger and less able bodied which I guess I, I understand, but I don't. I don't see again, how. Again, I don't like, think that's what the movie's. About. I don't insulting. find it insulting in any way, and like, I I understand the able-bodied thing. Again, that's a lack of diversity in casting, and I yep. think that we could have seen more people of different abilities in the film. But I, I don't feel insulted by this movie. I feel really empowered by it. And I, I think know, most I women do. I don't know. I mean, everybody in this room does, and we're not the only people, yeah. and we're not the whole yeah. cross section yeah. of humanity, but. We didn't talk about this movie before we no. came. I mean, Sarah and I did mm-hmm. say to each other that we liked it. I mean, it was impossible not to tell that we both enjoyed the movie. But yeah. none of us talked about this movie other yeah. than that before right. coming in here. So we didn't like for like my like have some kind of group think about this. We mm-hmm. all five of us enjoyed it. Yeah, and remember, yeah. this is the same industry that is force feeding us these narratives and these movies yeah. of this ilk, and then judging us for liking it or for not liking yep. it or yeah. what the yeah. fuck yeah. ever, and. Oh, it's just all the judgment. It's like shut the fuck yeah. up. This isn't. Yeah, this you don't have to like this. This isn't about you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No. Although that one might be. I don't know if the Cosmo lady didn't like mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I but don't know. Men well, right for that's Cosmo internalized too. misogyny yeah. right there too. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just deep. Because I feel like the women. movie was wanting to have. It's white women. I think it's the movie women. wanted us to have a, this conversation that we're having, mm-hmm. and the movie uh, gave us yeah. an opportunity to talk about it. And I don't think they're giving it credit for that. Yeah, like right. it's. You know, like I said, how great is it that the criticisms are these criticisms? It's it's progress. It still sucks. But I feel like the criticisms aren't real criticisms. No, it's saying not. like everyone feels insulted by this movie, but that's not a criticism of this movie. Diversity in casting is a criticism right. of this movie. Like the male gaze, about, I think, is a criticism of this yeah. movie. Yeah, there was a, some male gaze going but on here that was I, unnecessary. I mean, but those still weren't criticisms we were having twenty years ago, right? On this yeah. level. Right. Yeah. So I think that's good. Mm-hmm. I think these are unfair and. But I also have to wonder, like, like, I wish we had some other movies to compare. Because there are a lot of movies that use either very overtly or subtly fat jokes, Mm -hmm. you know, where they like the one that comes to mind. And this is a movie that came out a long time ago. But like, I remember when we watched Striptease last year and Mm -hmm. there was a character that was a secretary who was a little overweight and she yeah. like ate a yogurt that had a bug in it or something. And the whole joke was that the whole thing about her was that she was homely and mm-hmm. overweight. And like, that was what her character was. And it was a yeah. very small part, but like it was immediately noticeable as like, that was, that was the funny part of the scene was mm-hmm. like, look at this overweight woman, eat a yogurt with a bug in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I feel like that's so commonplace in movies. Oh yeah. But then when a woman wants to talk, like I just, I mean, I, I right. do feel like there, there has to, like, I feel like she's, she's leading the conversation and yet people are attacking this movie for being like, it's so offensive. How dare they make, jo-? and it, yeah. how dare they talk about people being insecure about their appearance, but they're like making it about fat jokes. Right. And that's not when really what this movie this? is. Don't I feel talk like. About this. Yeah. So I feel like, 
it's okay when we make fat jokes, it seems right. like. Yes. But, but it's not okay when we don't make a fat joke in a movie that seems like it should have a fat joke in oh, yeah. it. I mean, yeah, you're hard-pressed exactly. to find a comedy that doesn't have a fat joke. I was yeah. say, Love Actually is about half fat jokes. Yeah. Friends. I those are Friends. Friends. Yep. Friends oh, has so many fat jokes in it. Yeah. How I met your mother. I mean, they're, they all do. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm going to leave you with a, huh? Okay. Let's get a, huh? Um, this is from Hollywood Elsewhere, Jeffrey Wells. Um, elements of I Feel Pretty appear to resemble the plot of the 1945 film The Enchanted Co- 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 Cottage without crediting it as an inspiration. Hmm. The Enchanted Co- Cottage is about this house where these, a movie that nobody the fuck has ever heard of. No, these, Sarah this ma- man and this <laughs> wo- 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 woman meet there and they both look a certain way and then like by falling in love they both see them themselves di- differently. Okay. By, by falling in love and I'm like okay. but that wasn't what, what this fuck? movie was like, I know I know I, so I, 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 I also what a weird like... thing to say like at what point do you want them to credit it like do you want it, the movie credits to start with inspired <laughs> by inspired the enchanted by cottage cycle and the cottage movie no one's seen yeah like what Let's is have everyone no, cite the so hero's weird. journey just like a really weird like, <laughs> so bizarre I also feel like that's a criticism uh, that bugs me a lot when people say things like it's not credited as this inspiration because I also think that collective unconscious is real and I think that that's a big criticism that we get of Amy Schumer as well like the biggest thing that I hear about her is she steals jokes and I was like when you look up that allegation Mm -hmm. it was a vagina joke that I have had in my arsenal as well and Mm -hmm. I know lots of other women have made that joke before because it's a common experience because it's an experience that we all have um, I don't remember it right now off the Although, top of my head, but it was like a joke about Dane a vagina. Cook, it was Dane like a Cook really does joke. steal jokes, though. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> a lot, a a lot of comics shit, do, so. and like, I'm not saying that that I, never happens. I just wanted the chance to shit like, on Dane Cook. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, He's got lots of funny vagina jokes, and none of them are his. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, that's the thing. That's the main criticism of Amy Schumer, but I'm just like, I'm sorry. She she gained fame in, faster than the other woman did and that accused her of that. And like, yeah. that's not Amy Schumer's fault. She told a joke that she had been telling for years that yeah. other women tell on stage everywhere else. And it's just, not everybody knows every joke that everybody tells. Yeah. We don't see every comic in the world, yeah. but I, I hate that criticism of her because the jokes that she's accused of stealing are, are jokes that are of her own experience that, the reason why yeah. they're funny is because we've all experienced right. them. We've all thought that joke before, just don't have the courage to get up on stage and say well, it. Well, here's it's like I feel like it's the classic life cycle of per, of particularly mm-hmm. female uh, comedians or any any woman who is outspoken and kind of has a strong brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that everyone hails you as a genius? You you blow up. You're in everything. Mm-hmm. Then everybody starts to hate you and and pick everything apart that's wrong with you, mm-hmm. and then from then on they're just constantly looking for you to fuck up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. I feel like that's the life no, cycle, I agree. right? Completely. And I don't know how you live with that. Like, I don't yeah. know how you come out and and I feel like this you get was a really failure, and you're in the hospital. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> I you. God, and you I, miss your London premiere. Exactly. Oh. This poor Amy. This I know. You know, by the time this comes out, I hope Amy's doing much better. Um, yeah. I'm sure she will be, but. Okay. Uh, as of now, she's in the hospital yeah. with kidney problems. Um, also, I can't imagine that after... Because if I were her, honestly, if I were her and I made this movie, I'd be like, I'm really proud of this. I did she good. Is, mm-hmm. She is really proud of it. I I've did good. About it. And then to get a fucking 33% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and have people tell me that my movie sucks because I didn't credit some movie nobody's heard of and <laughs> that I'm making fat jokes. Like, that is not what the movie is about. Like, right. oh, I Amy would Schumer be makes upset. Fat jokes? That's news. Yeah. And I no. would be upset. 
if I, I were her. I've seen criticism of her body in this movie too, and yeah. I'm just like to make a movie about body positivity and yeah, then get flack for how you look. It's just like. God fucking damn it. But also, I'm sure she's like, yeah, this is what I expected. Maybe not the 33%, but for people to like, now I've opened it up. I've opened up Mm -hmm. the Pandora's box of people talking about my body. I mean, you have to. I mean, that's she's been doing that her Mm -hmm. whole career. Right. Very, very generously. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a quote from her, actually. This isn't a story about a fat, ugly woman who gets beautiful. It's about a girl with really low self-esteem who Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. improves it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I agree That's with exactly that. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna bring it down for a minute. Bring it oh, down. Do bring it. it down. Slow jam. Because having a 33% on this movie is terrible. But I feel like in the unfortunate low points of Amy Schumer's career, she's probably just glad that nobody shot anybody in the theater yet. Oh, I know. Gosh, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. And it's, it's it's horrifying that she probably thinks that every time mm-hmm. she I would a movie too. Come I out. would too. Yeah. yeah. God, I forgot. About, I mean, I didn't forget about it. I actually thought about it while I was sitting in the theater. Yeah. I did yeah. think about it when we were when we got there. I think I about it every about time I go into a movie theater. Yeah. But it my, was that was it snatched or was it was train, train, train wreck? wreck. Okay. My and it was in Lafayette, Louisiana, where my sister lived at the time. Yeah. Wow. It's actually every time I go to a theater I do think about yeah, that too. and yeah. I look at the exits and oh, someone just our friend Tracy was in her podcast group this morning talking about um, what is the new film with oh I hate what I Rachel McAdams oh and Rachel Weiss right yes Rachel Weiss and so I forget what it's called it is it's dispossessed or discouraged or dis something yeah but she was she saw it in new york and she was saying see this i saw it she's like i saw it with a really receptive audience so it was great and i was like oh yeah like you know it's something i take for granted that i live in atlanta yeah. and every theater audience is really receptive like, yeah. and then like you look outside of atlanta and like it's a yeah. little darker i live in the suburbs they have plenty of like stars and bars sure, yeah. it's disobedience disobedience that makes sense because she's very disobedient to her culture yes yeah. But. yeah but you take for granted that people are going to be receptive to these things yeah. And just a film like Trainwreck, which was a romantic comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a woman and like I guess I mean, if we had to pick out a flaw, what's her flaw? She she sleeps around with men unapologetically? The film doesn't even have a feminist message, but I believe really. Amy Schumer had already made her case as a feminist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the world and it was just a punishment of that sort of mindset. Yeah. I also feel like a lot of movies, they don't need to have an overlying message to be feminist inherently. And I no, think no. that yeah. a lot of feminism is just being who you are right. and accepting yeah. that and general. empowering that, women. Right? Yeah. Like, bad news. I, I don't think you need to have the like the message. Right. But this do one does. Mm-hmm. And it it's does. disappointing to me that because even though, you know, it does affect whether people are going to see something. It does. It affects where, mm-hmm. whether how much money people get paid next time when they do something yes. or how much money they get for their next yeah. project. Or if they, if they get so, to make so much yeah. of that yeah. buzz online make was written movie. by people who hadn't seen the movie, too. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, one, I'm sorry. They had just one, seen one the trailer and they based their... Yeah, go for um, it. The the budget was thir- thir- $32 million and as of now, it's made thir- $31 mil- mil- Okay. So hopefully they'll go over. It's like breaking even right now. I hope it breaks even, but that's still not. 
I know. That's I'm still just like, not I'm great. Again. I mean, that's not great. Like even breaking even is considered a failure. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, most comedies, it's not as much. Pre- it's not like an action movie where it's like pressure to make back like twice yeah. or whatever. I'm just thought this was made at all. Well, I did notice that there were a number. Like I noticed right off the bat that the, there were a number of production companies yeah. involved, which means mm-hmm. there were the, the financing no, that was the first was really thing Christo said yeah. was like, out. how many people did it take to make this movie? Yeah, a lot of yeah. people funded this. Yeah, and it looks like one of them was a foreign market. Yeah. Um. So they obviously made some money on the overseas sales. They I made think more, more, more overseas actually. Well, I mean, like they pre-sold the rights to overseas, and that's how they okay. made. That's one of the ways you can get yeah. funding to make a movie is that you okay. pre-sell the rights overseas, and that you get money huh. on the front end to. Let's help just you. do that for our next movie. Yeah, right? I'm it sure that easy. our movies will translate yeah. well. Yeah, overseas. That's what we've been told. That's what we've underwear been told. girl is very popular. In the- uh, underwear girl country. would be so popular <laughs> so in Japan. I was, that's exactly <laughs> what I was yeah. about to say. Make it would be very a popular movie in Japan. called Underwear Girl. <laughs> Welcome to Plug It Up. This is the part of the show where we talk about um, what our guests are up to and what we are up to so you can keep up with all the awesome things that everyone's doing. Let's start with our guests, Valerie and Helen. What would you like to plug? Yo, well, Valerie and I do a podcast called Falling in Love Montage that we have mentioned a moment ago. It's great. It's a great show. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're doing a theme month, which we do every once in a blue moon. And uh, because it is the month of Makaname, we will, despite the fact that we're normally a bi-weekly podcast, we'll be releasing uh, an episode covering a different McConaughey movie yes. every, every week, week in and May. And we already hate ourselves. All right, all right, all right. Oh, my God. Can you give us a so taste of what you'll be talking about? We can tell you everything I'd love to know. talking yes. about. Uh, would you like to? Uh, we'll be first looking at The Wedding Planner. Mm-hmm. Never oh, seen, seen it. That Our one. first J-Lo movie. Yeah. Our first J-Lo movie. I'm and not going to say anything because I'm not on the show. But oh, you I can say I don't like the movie. Spoiler. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it. Yeah. No. Then we're delving into Failure to Launch. Ooh, I haven't seen that one. It's mm. weird. It'll be coming out mm. Mother's Day weekend, which I think Ooh. is appropriate since the dude like, lives <laughs> at his mom's house. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah mm-hmm. Jessica Parker, SJP. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Starring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next is a uh, Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Which I haven't seen yet. Oh, boy. Oh. A real I treat. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I don't That's like Eva Longoria, right? Or no, am I wrong on that? I don't, I don't. I don't know. No, I don't even you know, know. Okay. I can't even remember. I had an idea of Jennifer Garner. There's a lot of head. women in it. Jennifer Garner is in it. Okay. okay. I, can I could be very that. Emma Stone wrong. is even. I bet Eva Longoria is in there. She seems like the right. She type. seems like she'd be. There's yeah. a lot of women in it. Is Lots she, of women. Uh, for some reason, her name pops to mind when I. Think it's about like the Christmas Story, but disgusting. Yeah. So instead of wanting a Red Rider BB gun. Yeah. Just a set of titties. Okay, okay, okay. You'll shoot shoot your eye out with that. Mm -hmm. And saving maybe the worst for last. Mm -hmm. Uh, That classic... Oh my god! I was hoping you would say that the movie is terrible. Terrible. I watched it on an airplane and I was angry. I was like, I wish I had been sleeping. Oh yeah. I wished I had slept. I wish I'd been on the toilet the whole time. I'm having diarrhea. Yeah. Wet with diarrhea. Wet with diarrhea. It was terrible. My favorite McConaughey movie is Contact. 
Yes. Mm. We're not doing any of his good movies. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we've already talked about How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, episode yeah. 10. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty good. much, we'll have covered all of the McConaughey chip Are you oh going to do the, the Lincoln commercials or um, any we of the Wild Turkey? Is it Wild Turkey? Well, they're a sponsor, so, so we'll have commercials actually with them. What about yeah. Sahara? Yeah, so. He does some sort of bourbon or whiskey commercial. <laughs> that's, that's not a chick flick. <laughs> wow. Oh, it, it uh, fool's goat. I'm going to have to check out the Fool's Goat episode. Oh, yeah, so check us out for the month of McConaughey McConaughey May. May. where can they hear your podcast um, well on the internet but more specifically <laughs> on iTunes Stitcher any major third party podcast player you're listening yes. to you can stream it on our website fallingalovemontage.com our network has just relaunched and rebranded as nice. Flying Machine so you can find everything at oh. flyingmachine.network nice cool name um, and we're pretty psyched about all the, the new fun things that are happening there awesome and we have like, a fun Facebook group, which is a good Yeah, it's very active over there. There was a lot of discussion about this. So I, feel I feel pretty. It's There's like a lot the of safest discussion. place. It's like the only thing I do when I log on to Facebook is check that. And yeah, everybody seems really cool over there. They're so cool. Yeah. They are. We so are. lucky. I'm sure you will be when you come. <laughs> I have the best Please friends. Please join. Uh, we never update our Twitter since December, but we're going I know, I was to eventually. For, I was looking for <laughs> yeah. Twitter for you guys, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it. We've got one. It's filled underscore podcast. It wasn't linked podcast. to your website, so I, I was because oh, I was yeah. going to tag you guys. But I need to update that. Okay. What a couple of dumb. T- text me the Twitter <laughs> handle, and we'll tag you I guys. Sure will. Tweet yeah, our social media about this. Our social media in turn sucks. It's me, <laughs> and she's really busy. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. email us at fallingalovemontage at gmail Yes. Check out their podcast. It's really good. Our yeah. entire name, Falling in Love Montage, is like such a stupid mouthful, but it's film. No, it's great. It's film. F-I-L-M. Yeah. So it made for film a snazzy montage. logo. Whatever. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. it's a great yeah. logo. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, having us. This has been a hoot. It's been fun having you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we got a couple things to plug in them. We'll wrap this up. Um, okay. So I we got to plug. The Critical Crop Top Live Sketch Show, which yes. is Critical Crop Top Enters the Multiverse, yes. which oh. is going to be opening on May 11th. And so we'll be doing shows on May 11th, 13th, 18th, and 20th at the Highland Inn Ballroom. I didn't write it down. That was all from memory. Right. I'm proud of you. Um, at the Highland Inn Ballroom. Uh, and tickets are on sale right now at our website, criticalcroptop.com backslash tickets oh thank you yeah you guys have been to the live show Mm -hmm. it's fun um we've got uh we've got a stand-up guest yep Haley ellman got Haley ellman and we got gabby rotz doing music yes and of course we've got some of your faves um hillary and myself are in the show jasmine waters cameron richardson liz shad andy fleming john good Patrick Morgan. John Good is our best friend. And you John guys Good fight with such a great. cool crew. We just love you. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm interrupting your plug. No, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> to compliment I, say you, all the so compliments that okay. you want. Um, so please come check out the show if you're in the Atlanta area. You can get your tickets right now. They're only $10. Critical yeah. Crop Top enters the multiverse. It's weird as fuck. This is a weird as it fuck is. show. Come <laughs> see it. Weird fucking show. So fucking weird. Come see it. Can't wait to see it. I know. Thanks, Sarah. Sarah's going to be there. Come see it with Sarah. Come so Sarah. Yeah, Everybody so. who listens to this podcast just sit in a big group. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Hillary, you got something? Um, yeah, so uh, you can catch all of Critical Crop Top's videos on our new network, Thea Network. You can download the app from your phone. That's T-H-E-A. Or you can find them online at thea.network. And check out the Critical Crop Top channel. It's an Atlanta-based media platform, and they have tons of videos and interviews and really just cool content that's all produced out of Atlanta 
on there. Indeed. Lots yes. of great stuff. And then uh, also I just want to thank one of our sponsors, Wonder Shop. Thank uh, you, Wonder Shop. They are super helpful. It's a co-working space out of Candler Park. Um, it's also just sort of like a little artist haven. They sell artwork out of there. Um, I know Boyd has been doing a morning coffee talks on Fridays yeah. where he invites people to come and just have chats and just get to know your neighbors mm-hmm. in Candler Park. It's a really cool space. It's a cool space run by a cool dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thank them very much. We host our monthly writers group there. Yeah. And uh, come check it out if you're one of those floater workers like myself mm-hmm. and you're looking for a cool place to work during the day. They got really, you know, reasonable rates and whatnot. So check them out. Wonder Shop, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. best thing about that was like I wouldn't have to let my dog inside and outside, eighteen plus mm-hmm. times a day. Yeah. Well, I feel like you sometimes won't be there for them to bug It's you. productive exactly. to go to a different place. To it work. is change your yeah. environment, mm-hmm. meet new people, and get inspired. Yeah, and they've mm-hmm. got like several rooms you can work in too. So like yeah. you can have yeah. like a private desk, little area, or like there's little conference rooms, and it's it's a really cool space. It's yeah. just very versatile and fun. And it's very welcoming to artists. It is. It's very welcoming. It feels very homey. It does. All right. So I guess that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the show. We, of course, this is this is going to wrap up the first episode of our discussion on I Feel Pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, We will have two more episodes about I Feel Pretty and then we'll have our Lady Bits episode to round out the month. But thank you, Valerie and Helen, for joining us to talk about this film. It's been a blast to have you guys on. I feel like it was a really good discussion i really enjoyed this movie i love talking about it people we all like managed to talk i know i was secretly hoping that we weren't recording at all and we get to do it again oh my (laughs) (laughs) nicole's like that's my nightmare (laughs) (laughs) does anybody have like four more hours to spare tonight um hillary's going to an open mic so no i am yeah going to an open mic Mm -hmm. um all right well thanks for being on guys and thank you listeners for joining us um please keep up with the show you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Podbean. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Feminine Mistake Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Feminine Mis- at Fem Mistake Pod. So uh, continue the conversation with us, and please join us next week when we will be talking about I Feel Pretty and write a review. And oh, and yeah, write a review. review us. Review us on but iTunes. only if you like us. Five but stars. if you don't like yeah. us, I feel pretty please. I feel pretty please give us a review and if you don't like us then just don't waste don't 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 do it you can don't don't send me a dm on twitter just send us a dm yep thank you write a skating review in jezebel write a skate yeah Yeah, like that is the correct avenue to reach us i feel like yeah definitely i feel like that (laughs) we would know we've made it if we got a skating review in jezebel uh thanks guys and of course if you've got a nervous breakdown that you would like to read on the show or you got something you want to say you can always email us at feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com Hey y'all, this is Melody and Erin, the hosts of Heaving Bosoms, a romance novel podcast. We're two long-distance friends who gush, giggle, snark, and snort our way through a different romance novel each week. If you love fangirling about your latest read with your best friends, with or without wine, come join us for a deep breakdown of our favorite and occasionally not-so-favorite romance novels. Our recaps come with a heaping dose of unconditional friendship, open-hearted feminism, and our fair share of tangents. Come for the romance, but stay for the self-love recommendations we use to cap off each episode. You can find Heaving Bosoms on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so keep being a badass. 
and love yourself as much as you love sexy times and friendship. (laughs) Bye. Bye.